why don't we go ahead and get started? And get started on what, you ask, dear dear listener? <laughs> why none other than the Enemy Slime Podcast, episode number 195. Can't believe we did it. The big 195. I'm your, Whoa, usual, yeah. made it. I'm your usual host, Jared. I'm joined today by returning guest, Mr. Trevor Bowles. Hey, what's going on? Good to see you again, Trevor. It's been a little bit. Yeah, yeah, been a while. I have Mr. Lucio Lorenzino. I rolled my segue off of Patagonia. I, yeah, wouldn't that be cool? Uh, I have Mr. J. Joseph Jr. I'm back from liberating Cuba again. Who, uh, who else has died from their own invention? So the, oh, the creator of the Segway drove a Segway off a cliff. Uh, I can't help but think that can't be the first time someone was killed by their own invention. Uh, like the inventor of the gun, was he shot? No, but I'm pretty sure Mikhail Kalifnikov was shot. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded that sounded a lot more mean. Uh, here we go. Are you guys ready? I found a list of 10 inventors who died by their own inventions. <laughs> okay, let's go. All right. Uh, all right. First up, uh, Max Valier, uh, which is a name I know. Uh, Valier was one of the earliest humans to foresee potential in the rockets. Uh, he founded the German uh, Space Flight Society, which people could regard as an initial motivation to 20th century space trips. He created rocket-powered cars. Uh-oh. Uh, in... <laughs> oh no! I thought, I, thought for, I thought for sure this guy was going to be driving a rocket-powered car and like hit a wall, but it actually just says he died when there was an explosion in his experimental lab. Oh, that's boring. He without without any safety measure, he was sitting in front of a combustion chamber testing a combination of kerosene mixed with water and with oxygen, and then he blew himself that up. Like oh, that sounds safe. Who's the next one? Uh, Li Si is one of the three, uh, uh, two or three most important figures in Chinese history. He was largely responsible for the creation of those institutions that made the Qin Dynasty the first universal state in Chinese history. Uh, served as prime minister. Nobody cares. Was killed using the five punishments he conceptualized. These five penalties included making tattoos in your face, cutting off your nose, removing your kneecap, and eliminating reproductive organs and death sentence by boiling alive or tearing limbs apart. Yeah, it sounds like that would do it. Fucking Christ, it sounds like he deserves it. So this guy basically invented, like, Chinese water torture and then got water tortured, except So did you know that um, George Washington Carver was allergic to peanut butter? No, but see, that's the kind of shit I'm looking for. That's exactly... uh, Yeah, Eli Whitney uh, was killed by a cotton gin. It fell on him. That's not... Oh, okay. That sounds terrible. not quite... Well, he kind of of earned that. I made made that one up. Uh, (laughs) however I can't say the same for Francis Edgar Stanley who uh, looks like car crash invented car steam engine based car developed by the Stanley Motor Carriage Company Um, he rear ended a farm wagon that's a bummer oh I remember this guy this is the guy who invented the uh he invented some kind of like hot air balloon. Jean-Francois Pilatre de Rosier invented a balloon, which was a kind of hybrid that could use both heated and non-heated lifting gases. And uh, huh. I think he like killed himself and other people on accident. Oh, good job. 
the balloon? Oh, the balloon crashed, yeah, and all all aboard died. Uh, um, Big Boss was killed by Metal Gear. That ooh, that's a good one. That's a good yep. one. Uh, Franz Reichelt is uh, invented a, a flying suit and then jumped off the Eiffel Tower. That's the one. There's video of that. You can watch him. Uh, it was in 1912, so it's impressive. There's video of it, but I'm good. Yeah, he. Well, I mean, <laughs> it. It's not really. Again, this is 1912, so I don't know about you guys, but I watch. Uh, I've watched some like footage of stuff made in the 90s recently and thought to myself that it could not look older i was like oh my yeah god i know you watch you watch footage of stuff in the 90s i was like yeah I mean, it's it's oh it looks old um i actually saw on that note i actually saw escape from new york and escape from la for the first time ever and uh how have they aged <laughs> um escape from new york is different it's weird i liked it Escape from LA has not aged well at all. Escape from LA, my memory of it was that it was at a time when, um, because I think I was allowed to see that one, um, because I think it's PG 13. uh, But I don't know if I'm right about that. But uh, I remember watching that one. He goes surfing at one point, doesn't he? he? He goes surfing at one point on like this giant CGI wave. And while he's surfing, he's able to jump from the surfboard. It's his first time surfing ever, first of all. But while he's surfing, he's able to jump from his surfboard to a car that he was chasing. Um, Hell yeah. And, and let's see, there's, that, there's a big hang gliding sequence. And I feel like there's some other extreme sport that he... Oh, there's a, there's a sequence where he has to like do something like uh, get 10 uh, baskets in 10 seconds on a basketball court or oh, like a be shot dead. Like a World of Warcraft quest or something? Bring me 10 baskets. And he's playing basketball. He had to get the hoop shots. He had to get hoop shots in the two points each in like 10 seconds and he made each one. Um, I think it was, it was a pretty ridiculous movie. It's like, yeah, I it's feel a like it, it, in this list. I, I feel like I feel like Escape from well yeah I will get back to this I feel like Escape from New York is like I sorry Escape from L A is one of those things just like a perfect storm of bad because it had everything going on in the nineties that people thought was cool in the nineties that turned out to not be cool so everyone was using like terrible CGI everyone was using like extreme sports and everything so Escape from L A just had like all of that and it's just so awfully laughable um, it's a shame because Snake. Snake Plissken, I was actually impressed with him in New York. Snake Plissken is actually a good character. I didn't think much of it because Kurt yeah, Russell. Yeah, Snake from New York is pretty good. <laughs> LA, not so much. Yeah, so. I, um, uh, my Oh, and it ends, sorry, it ends with um, um, Snake Plissken. He gets like a remote control that can <laughs> shut down like the earth. And he hits like the button, and, and the girl says, she, he did it. He shut down the earth. <laughs> That's the final line of the movie. Well, yeah, like you do. <laughs> okay. Oh, Sorry. Uh, so I'm going to spare you guys most of these inventors who wound up killing themselves. But I do have to share this one, uh, because this is good. Uh, William Bullock invented the rotary printing press. And obviously, the theme here is being killed by the thing he invented. Uh, and 
Oh, it's not as good as I thought. His foot got crushed, and uh, then he died during the amputation process. Because I'm assuming not off the presses. His his doctor was in Patagonia, so I saw, I saw, <laughs> extra, extra. I saw somebody uh, printed like a hit on him, and then <laughs> that would be pretty good too. <laughs> Hey, I'd like to take that out in your paper mobile. Hey, now see here, fella. I'd like to get a nut in your paper. <laughs> it's it's, uh, it's got to say that I'll pay $100 to the first man that shoots you in the face. Well, I really don't feel like I should run this, but I've also, I've, the, <laughs> the sign specifically says I have to take all orders. So. It's, it's the free press. It's a curse, free press. Uh, curse the First Amendment. Ah, damn you, First Amendment. <laughs> Foiled again. <laughs> um, that, yeah, I actually, speaking of crazy inventions that, that killed the inventor, I want, I caught up, I'm all caught up on Black Mirror, and I'm ready for the next season that's in, like, two weeks. Uh, isn't it? Oh, no, no, he, I think he's safe. Who's the, one of the, uh... It was, I haven't seen Black Mirror, by the way, so... so well, yeah, yeah, I think you I can't really, case, you can't really speak spoil it per se but yeah. i guess i guess you can spoil like certain episodes um I, I, there, there there's somebody who is still around sounds like it's a surprise um, it's, it's like an and and it's like just a kind of spooky technology and society based anthology yeah and it, some are like really worth watching actually it's 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 good it's it's worth it's worth watching it's made by a guy named charlie brooker who's uh kind of an interesting dude um but I get him mixed up with Charlie Rose. They don't look alike. <laughs> wow. They don't look alike, but wow. they're both named Charlie, and that's enough for they're me. Both Charlie. And so when when we discovered that Charlie Rose was like a pervert or whatever, uh, I was I was all bummed out. But then it turned out. Oh it was, God! Yeah, that would be terrible if it was Charlie Booker, especially because Charlie Booker enjoys making fun of perverts. So it's like that's like half a Black Mirror. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, like half a Black Mirror is like giving you a sex pervert and then just punishing the shit out of them here's a question who do you guys uh well and actually funny enough before i ask this question i would just comment my favorite episode of black mirror is actually probably the one that has the least to do, to do with technology and it's the first episode where the prime minister is, yeah. is forced yeah. to have sex with a pig I, I i honestly don't think they top that one and and they force him to have sex with a pig they kidnap yeah. they kidnap the princess of the, in the uk and basically say they're going to kill her unless the prime minister goes on television and has sex with a pig yeah that's kind of what it knows and it, it predates the whole um <laughs> and it's also a kind of like you know like theresa may didn't fuck a pig that was the other guy yeah, well, that's the thing because because there are actually two episodes. So so there's that episode that predates. Oh, what that's we that's right. It was, uh, it was David Cameron, right? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. That, that Cameron actually, you know, <laughs> he didn't. <laughs> he got to like from... a dead pig. He didn't fuck the uh, pig. He just pig. put his dick in the pig's mouth, if I remember right. Yeah, yeah. He, right. put, his, he put his dick in the, in the pig's mouth. Uh, so so Charlie Booker even commented on that, and he was like, "This thing totally came out of my head." But there's another one. Um, which isn't quite a strong episode, but it it happened like three years before the 2016 election and before anyone even knew Donald Trump was running, where they just kind of invented this UK candidate for MP who didn't give a shit about everything and just rose by being inflammatory and making dick jokes and all that kind of stuff. And I swear to God, just some of the episodes Charlie Brooker does, if you look at the date the episode was made, and you're like, holy shit, that like, 
just predicts this whole thing that happened later on. It's actually kind of creepy. <laughs> um, but I would, I would strongly advise, I would say like the, the prime minister, which, um, I forget the name of that episode, but it's the very first one. Yeah, so it's just, it's it's just the first find. episode. So so start there, um, and if you don't like it, then it's all downhill from there. Well, and there are a couple that stand out. There's uh, San Junipero, which is this year, um, or the one came out last year. That's a really good episode. Um, I really liked I really liked um, two more from this season. One was Men Against Fire, which is kind of uh, it's a little different for. Uh, Black Mirror is it's kind of themed about soldiers and killing and all that kind of stuff. It's got this kind of Starship Troopers almost kind of vibe to it. Um, and I really like their season finale, which was the one Hated in the Nation, um, which is basically about someone putting out hits on a bunch of people who are just really bad personalities who are kind of based on guys like uh, Emilio Yiannopoulos and uh, Ann Coulter and all that. And and R. Kelly and and just um Whoa, whoa, basically... whoa. Let's not say things we don't mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I don't mean to inflame anyone who may or may not have a weird sex call. Um, but anyway. Peeing on anyway, on are... someone is not a crime, Jay. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I, I would say those are those are like my probably It depends on what the age of the person you're peeing in is. Okay, so he made some mistakes on whether or not he was checking ID. <laughs> Are you gonna tell me why she didn't get out of the way? Because hey, uh, I, I heard that one. See, now we're just now we're just recycling Boondocks jokes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who's the guy? Right. There's a guy who. Uh, well, I've never seen the Boondocks because it's for it's not for white people, so I don't know. It's, that. it's definitely for white people. Um. Well, then, uh, if, then well, they, if, they should I, advertise I it differently. <laughs> I think Lucio needs to watch. Black Mirror and you, Jared, I think you should watch the Boondocks, especially with everything that's going on. I don't know, am I allowed to watch Black Mirror? Is it for, is it for Latinos? Since we're... So, uh, two questions now. Well, one question. Who do you guys think... Uh, maybe this is the way I should phrase this. Who are you surprised has not gotten roped into the sexual uh, harassment like movement uh, who like is in a right giant now. sex pervert? Just like, ask. Who do you think? How, who are you surprised isn't a giant sex pervert in Hollywood? Yeah, that's that's. Well, like, what about uh, what about the Michael dad Bay. from, what about the dad from um, uh, Full House? Like, how it's like, how is <laughs> Bob, he not Bob Sack? <laughs> I guess because he pays for it all. It's all just like legal. I mean, I don't know, or not Bob just not. God, and he has, yeah, Bob Saget. He has so many awful jokes about like the Olsen twins and. <laughs> I, yeah. I really wonder, like, if there's any anything there. I don't know. I I feel like like Bob Saget. I, I I don't know. I feel like because he is so open with like his blue humor, that yeah. it's hard to find anything that would like. I guess that I guess that's him. isn't that kind of funny? Well, that's like, like Charlie the, Sheen, but if it's like a, you think the the sex tiger guy or whatever, the tiger blood guy would be like definitely clear it's like he's obviously just crazy but no he got he got accused of it too only one that i saw but still that's still one yeah and i mean can you really hurt charlie sheen anymore <laughs> right not anymore than he hurts himself see i'm thinking like uh steve buscemi like, <laughs> like the nicest guy it's 
He probably See, is, but doesn't he? Doesn't he look like? You're, you're <laughs> like not supposed to suspect that they would be. Like you hear, you hear like Kevin Spacey, and you're like Kevin Spacey, seriously? Unless I guess, unless it's like really into the gossip. Like Dave was, my friend Dave is like really into the fucking gossip. So he's like, yeah, definitely Kevin Spacey. The rumors been going forever. I'm like, okay, I don't look into celebs like that. I don't know. Um, I don't know I'm telling you, Michael like Bay. I'm God, what was the last Michael one? What was the last one they ran about Kevin Spacey? He like molested like a prince. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it was that. Like, yeah, um, yeah. A prince. Yeah, yeah a prince he, 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 of a some prince. weird country. Like yeah, he was, it was like a weird. It was like Finland or something. Yeah, nothing's boss. I gotta... Yeah, dude, it was like he 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 had like a Nordic prince, and he's like, I'm gonna grab yeah. this guy's dick. And if you look at if you look at the story, it like played out like that. They were like at a party yeah. or something, and he's like, "Hey, want to go outside and have a cigarette?" And then right as he the, said that, the, he like grabbed the guy's dick, like just like so you know. was like married and all that too. So you're telling me, it's like Kevin Spacey all these years wasn't a great actor. He's just naturally awful, right? <laughs> yeah, well, that's Very a pretty much. smooth. I've move. actually never seen House of Cards. I uh, watched pretty good. I watched a few but, episodes. I'm not like Well, now we can watch it. I'm not broken up that it's going yeah, away. Yeah, I I I I can't Well, watch it, it was already going That's away. The they it was it was supposed to be the last season. Yeah, so, that, I mean, they, they 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 planned it before. They're just now going to make it without him and to be honest, the whole season, they actually I don't know I don't know if there was like some inside baseball on that or like what what they did, but he the way that the show left is completely fine with him going. Oh, uh, really? Like the way that the last season ended, you anybody could totally see it to where he was not even going to be in the next season. Yeah, it, oh. it's totally open. To I that. didn't know that, and so, I was actually I it, was kind of interested in picking it back up so I could see how they yeah. handle it because I actually I, I find it. I find the process of like knowing some behind the scenes stuff and knowing like writers had to scramble to like solve a problem like that. I find that interesting. Like, uh-huh. like I'm interested to see what Star Wars does with Carrie Fisher. Like, I'm I'm right, curious right. about how they're going to solve that. Um, well, is something different? CGI. Though? I I don't think I think they decided they can't CGI her. So I don't know what they do. Is she just not mentioned again? Uh, does she just? Uh, they'll probably mention. She was in the trailer, wasn't she? Well, yeah, she's. Yeah. In the, oh, she's in it. She's, she's in, in the, the new one. one she, on she, Saturday, yeah, they probably Friday. just used as much footage as they had of her, and that's it. Yeah, well, you know what they do? They do no, the no, no. She completed filming. She completed filming of this one. This one is not a problem. It's what happens to her for the future ones. Oh, uh, that's right. not going to be a problem then. Right. They're just problem. gonna do. They're just gonna do the poochie. <laughs> Just say she went back to her own planet. I have to go now. I mean, at least <laughs> yeah. at least in that series, people have a history of going to planets. It doesn't quite work. <laughs> it doesn't quite work as her home planet exploded in the first Star Wars. Uh, right, right. But other than that, it's yeah. a solid plan. Well, Otteran's not her home planet, thanks to the prequels. That's true. That's true. She was, is- she was born on a spaceship. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So she has a home by, by a drone, by a super advanced drone that had like an ice cream scooper to deliver babies. Yeah. Well, she didn't grow up there, but like her mom's planet would be uh, Nazebo. So, you know. Naboo. Naboo, sorry. Nazebo. Um, <laughs> I almost. As the you, character in, in Warcraft. Or, uh, as, you, as you said that, I literally started typing it into Google because I was like, what the fuck's an Azebo? And I was like, does Trevor know more about Star I like Wars that. than me? I like that better. <laughs> I, I like the Zebo better. But yeah, Naboo. I it's weird because I, I, I am not a very big Star Wars fan, but I feel like I've consumed more Star Wars content than anyone else 
on yep. this podcast. Uh, <laughs> I really liked it when I was a kid. I know, dude. Like, I watch a lot of Star Wars. I don't know. I could I could I, put up a little bit of a fight. Like I read a lot of like the the books. Oh, like, uh, that's true. We talk about the books. I feel like once. I think we might have. Podcasts. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't read books, I, I, but I, I, I like a lot of yeah, stuff. Books are for fags. <laughs> books are just boring, <laughs> well, dude. I'm I, not into that. I actually, I actually read some of the recent stuff because I'm sort of interested in what Disney is doing. Kind of like the the new expanded universe isn't like good, but I'm sort of into it. Like it's one of those things. Like I don't know how to explain it. It's like this thing isn't good. It's not good for me, but I want it. I want more of it. I want to keep doing it. That sounds so, like that sounds like the way you consume most entertainment. So, <laughs> yeah. to be fair, Jay, like, you seem to gravitate to whatever. It's, it's well, good. it's well documented that you should not watch Escape from L.A. and yet you did it anyway. <laughs> like you didn't. That's like that's like that was different though. I mean, I was like, okay, I've never experienced this, and and it was free, so it's not like it was hurting my wallet. I mean, I'd um, be lying if I said I didn't waste my time on stupid shit. Never yeah. running into like well, I, I I read some of the books. Um, some of them, some of them are above decent, and some of them I would not recommend. <laughs> uh, I I'm, I'm sort of curious. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like I'm in a moral dilemma. I I'm kind of curious at, with Battlefront too. I kind of want to see that storyline. I know it ends on a cliffhanger, and I know EA has very evil plans for it. So the, so the uh well it is worth mentioning the DLC uh is is free and does from my what I understand continue the single player campaign. So if that's something you're curious oh, about uh okay. I, I think it actually does go on. So the so the, the cliffhanger may even be resolved, you know, like normally without you having to do anything. Mm-hmm. Um Doug could actually probably answer that better cuz he he played it and finished it. Um but I don't know thinking, if he's thinking emoji I don't know if he's played it since since they passed it. I've had a weird urge to to check it out just because it, I I was kind of in the mood for like a mindless retarded multiplayer shooter, and that describes Star Wars Battlefront perfectly. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I borrowed a friend's copy for the last Battlefront, and I was like, you know, I liked what they did with it. That what was there is a shame about everything else. Yeah. But. See, I I got the last one as like a late Christmas present, and um, it. It was okay. I didn't hate it. Yeah. Um, See, I feel like that's like Star Wars overall, and I feel like that's like my experience with Star Wars. Everything after the prequels, it's like, oh, it's okay. I didn't hate it. Um, aside from the the um, TV show, that was pretty bad. I hated that. There was um, there was but... a point where when I was young, <laughs> I probably loved Star Wars more than like my family. Um, but as I've gotten older, I've really like hardened up on it, and and. <laughs> Yeah, that's you know, well. My my brother was like huge Star Wars fans, and I, now I actually find these days, I I, I like my sister and my mom more more into it than anyone else. It's really weird. Yeah, I've noticed I've <laughs> noticed that shift too. And now that it's like acceptable to like Star Wars, I find myself liking it less and less. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I I, uh... I don't know if that's just because I'm like in the type of person who wants to be a victim. <laughs> Or or what? But for for some reason, the more popular it gets, the more I'm like, man, fuck you guys! Like, well, I have I have like a, a, a shelf of books, and before it was um, shit like um, um, Ready Player One and Ender's Game and all that kind of stuff. Like all the like sci-fi books that I would talk to other people about. Like, yeah, this sci-fi book's really good. And I tore that shit down, and now it's just all Evangelion that's up there because uh, no one's going to take that from me. 
Just, uh, just wait until uh, and, Michael Bates' Evangelion comes out. And there's, there's, good, oh, yeah. there's good news, Jay, because that I'm pretty sure Evangelion is never going to be cool, so you're safe. Like, I, hey, I saw, I, I, mean, I saw a car driving with a, a nerve <laughs> sticker on it uh, last night, actually. Like, no shit, last night I was driving, and, and, and they you, had a, and you had to stop them and beat them up. They right? had a huge red nerve sticker on the back of their car. Well, no, but when I pulled up next to them and looked over. Uh, I looked in the car and I saw what looked like, from all appearances, a normal, uh, well-adjusted looking adult. And I was like, how the fuck? <laughs> like, but I don't know. I, I, I don't know that like Evangelion turns out weirdo. It just turns out like sad, depressing people. It's <laughs> like yeah, that's I, the I arc of Evangelion. I definitely didn't want to talk to him. I was like, I better keep driving. right. He was like, I mean, I, I can never bring myself to the point where I could ever wear or just have anything that says nerve. Like I, <laughs> I can't do that. Um, oh man, because then just, people are going to want to talk to you about it, and they're not people that you want to talk but to. I, I, it's just like even even back when um, we would exhibit at like convention halls and all that kind of stuff, I would see people. Just always walking around with nerve, and I just cannot do it. Like I, I don't understand what's cool about it. If we talk about something else, if we talk about like Gurren Lagann. Like I have a team Gurren pin. Uh, I could, I would, I could wear that along all, with all my other pins and all that shit. I get that shit. I don't get nerve. I don't get the wanting to go out to public and say, "Hey, I'm an Evangelion fan. How about you?" And to the point, I remember um, this happened recently. Actually, I as I was rediscovering Evangelion, I found like. Um, Evangelion manga that was done by the mecha designer who is actually on the show, and some of the what some of what the manga does is actually a lot better than what the show does. Uh, and I hunted down a copy to a local comic book store, and I just like quickly snatched that shit off the off the shelf, hid it under my arm, gave it to like the clerk with money in hand, and I told him that he had to double bag that shit because I didn't want anyone else to know that <laughs> I did this. I haven't even Galleon. That's for me. No, sir. I I, <laughs> I want to talk to you, you. No, you should not be ashamed of the disgusting desires, Jay. I, I disagree. I think you made the right move. I think, you, <laughs> I, think I think that was the I right. I think you should own that. I think that was the right way to do that. Um, and I say this as a guy who has definitely like carried books up to the front of a store with like the cover very strategically like. <laughs> moved so that people won't know what I'm buying. There's just no, some books that I'll, I'll, I'll buy whatever. Like, 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 it's like, it's nothing bad. You just don't want anyone with knowledge that you own that particular thing. Um, especially sometimes because it leads to like very unpleasant conversations with people you don't want to talk to. Tell me, tell me really honestly, Jay. <laughs> is there a time where you have told someone that you were buying something as a birthday present for a younger person, but you were not? You were buying it for uh, you. Yes. <laughs> I was like in my early 20s. Um, and yeah, I don't even know that I want to discuss it. <laughs> <laughs> It's all right. You answered. Uh, a, you answered my show, question. There's a, there's a show called. Um, there's a cartoon on Disney Channel called oh. Witch. Um, oh, it's, it's W I T C H, uh, and Witch. <laughs> I'm like sweating just telling the story. Um, which stands for, <laughs> for which stands for names? And so it's something like Will oh, the, the Irma. Dots. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what this show is. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's it's definitely. 
Oh, I see. I see why you didn't want to tell someone about this. For my demographic. Check out um, check out how dope the cover of their Game Boy Color game was though. <laughs> Hell yeah. And they didn't know they had a Game Boy Color game, but uh, they, Game, game Boy know, Advance, a, I'm sorry. Uh, game or a Game Boy Advance game. But there's a time where like like it was um it was like a call it was like a flash in the pan, but they had comic book toys, they had like they had comic books, McDonald's toys, dolls, all that kind of shit. Um and I definitely wanted to get my hands on some witch <laughs> merchandise. And um <laughs> I'm just gonna go for it. If it makes um, you feel, if it makes you feel any better, this this seems totally in in tone with everything I know about you. Like this is a <laughs> this is a powerful squad of magical girls. There's, I don't think that necessarily makes me feel better. There's nothing. Um, there's nothing about this that is a surprise. Um, <laughs> thank you. There are. There's some weird. Oh, I shouldn't have typed in that. Okay. Um, there's uh, no, there's some fan art that for sure. Me, but I, I was like, I was, I was definitely like to the point where I wanted to own some of the memorabilia. Uh, and McDonald's had like this limited run of which, where <laughs> you would get the toy, and you would get the comic along with it. And I actually went out my way, um, and I ended up with. Four out of five of them, and the five was the one, the fifth one was the one that I really really liked from the show. It was Cordelia, the Earth one. So I had to track it down to a McDonald's. I was a couple of miles out my way, and I went down there and I said, "Hey, I need um, a Happy Meal for a girl." Yeah, of course. You have and to say for a girl. The counter, she just gives me like this look. And I'm like, it's for my daughter. And like, she looks at her manager, and she actually has to discuss it with her manager. I'm like, no, 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 I mean, my daughter's really young, but she really loves the show. I'm, you, I've never understand why people like, like, why there's like ever that sort of thing on meals where you can't like buy it if you're too old or whatever. It's like it's gonna be a small portion. That's why it's cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, think, I think she just, she just wanted like, to this, this guy buying. A little girl's toy, and he doesn't have a little girl with him. I don't like yeah. what's going on here in general. I think uh, I think more, she was comes more from there. I think she was right to be suspicious. <laughs> um, I got it. I got it in the end. I mean, I that's what counts. Um, and I still actually have it. So they're, they're like, we're not gonna give uh, you the, the meal. And he's like, fuck no, it. To I, the well, these days you go and it's like no one gives a shit. Like, because I've actually had to buy like cheap meal. The problem is that I have access to. Now we now we have uh, now we have people who literally have like life size dolls for girlfriends that they bring into the restaurant. (laughs) So like when Jay comes in and asks for a witch toy, we're like, yeah, sure, whatever. Like, I got I got to worry about this guy over here who's posing his girlfriend and (laughs) and taking photos with her. Times have definitely changed to the point where like if you're a a normal a, a relatively normal looking dude, you're like, hey. I need a happy meal, or you like, I need a happy meal for like a girl. They're like, yeah, sure, whatever. Because you, you get in there and you get like someone who's like, uh, who's like, no, I feel like a girl on the inside. Then you have a problem on your hands. Um, and you're like, let's, let's, let's just, let's just deal with this. <laughs> let's just make it go away. You're probably, um, you're probably better off now too, is uh, just because you're older. And so they can look at you and be like, oh, yeah, he's got a kid. Or something. Whereas when you're like 17 and you're like, it's for my daughter, you know, like, <laughs> it's not gonna work as well. Anyway, 
Yeah, that's like that's I've never told that story to anyone, so this is a podcast first. No, this is a podcast. By the way, uh, I don't know, I don't know if you guys saw, but I, I just I'll interrupt our regular scheduled program to uh, just let you guys know if you're not already aware that we did not somehow I cannot believe it, but somehow the state of Alabama did not elect a pedophile for. Wow, uh, that's amazing. Uh, for I'm actually really impressed. I'm so be- I'm not more. so surprised. <laughs> well done, Alabama. Well done. Um, that is that is just downright crazy. So, all right. Yeah, let me check this out. I can't see how close it is. Uh, it's forty nine to forty eight. Is it? Wow. Is it really? Is it fucking yeah. really? It was really, really close. That is I, that's so like nuts. That's like how entrenched Alabama is. It's like, I mean, I'm honestly, I'm surprised. I was totally expecting more to 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 win. I'm I'm I mean, I'm really glad about that. I'm really glad that you know, Duck Jones ate in there. Like, it's like I was know. expecting more to win, and then and, the Democrats declare victory anyway because they won by like only three percent instead of four percent. You know how they do now. I mean, but did you see, like, some of the crazy shit, like, in the past couple of days around this election, like, leading up to it? Um, and even even though I feel like Republicans have kind of turned their back on Roy Moore, you still have some of the media sites and some other Republicans well, they're, they're still, they're really still, dug in around him. Like, Fox News ran this entire story trying to discredit one of his accusers because she wrote in... Um, I, oh, I think yeah. it was like the place or date under her under his signature, and they use that as a means to try and discredit her entire story. Yeah, I saw. Um, that. It sounds like legit. It's like she's like she says, you know, I wrote that date in just so I can remember where I met him and when. Um, which you know that sounds reasonable enough. That doesn't mean she suddenly forged the whole thing. That's insane. Uh, but Fox tried to spin it as her forging the whole thing anyway. Uh, they were called out on it. They had to make some changes, all that kind of stuff, but. Uh, so it got really crazy and some of the shit from Roy Moore's campaign like I remember I was riding um, in a car and Roy Moore based his campaign basically released a docket discrediting all the women who accused him and on the docket um, most of the sources were Roy Moore like if you look back to a source it was like an article that had interviewed Roy Moore about it and Roy Moore said I didn't do this shit um, but he's such a fucking asshole, man. Like, I, like insane. It's insane well, how much of an asshole he is. I mean, I don't even. Apparently, apparently, for a judge, he didn't know that you can swear other books besides the Bible, which is very interesting to me. I didn't. Uh, I haven't followed. I've spent so much time being like <laughs> amazed by Roy Moore that I haven't even really looked at Doug Jones. Like, I'm sure that he would be just as willing to string Jay up from a tree. Uh, oh yeah. Like I I I'm I'm sure that. Uh, well, hey, hey now, Roy, Roy, Roy Moore. No what? Blacks. He has black friends. That was that was in a press conference. No, he has one black it. friend, Jay. <laughs> he has one black yeah, friend. One and, black friend. And his wife said that uh, our lawyer is a Jew. One of our lawyers is a Jew. Yeah, I, I, heard, I heard that. I I heard that. How great is that? Like I have I have Jewish friends. And you saw his you saw his uh, his veteran buddy who told the story about the time they went to a brothel full of children, right? Oh my God! I didn't hear that one. He literally right. he literally told a story about how in the Vietnam War, uh, this one of the guys they were in Vietnam with took them for like R and R to a brothel, and he and he goes out of his way to talk about how there's a bunch of, of children working in the brothel, and um, the whole point of the story is so he could say Roy wanted to leave, like 
Like I would have just I would have just not brought this up at all, but they thought that they thought you know what's really going to show his characters if we tell him about the time he went to a children's brothel and and suggested that we not be there. Jesus, that was that's because Roy don't pay for strange. What a good guy! Oh my god! Wow, ah, Lucio! <laughs> wow, that's the only reason why he wanted to leave. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I know, I know we're, we're not supposed to be a politics podcast, but I was just so amazed that I, I, yeah, I, I had to, we, I think we just wore our politics on a shirt right there, but really, could you, you tell can, like from the previous podcast, we would, you, you can send your death threats to Jared at enemiesline.com. I, I, you know what? I'll, I'll go ahead and say it. It's, it's true. I'm a, I'm a liberal cuck. I do love Donald Trump. Um, but, uh, <laughs> occasionally. But but more so just for the entertainment factor. Uh, he really has been... Uh, he, he really revitalized 2017. Is he why we had all these good video games come out? He might yes. be. I was Absolutely. kind of going for that. Yeah. And equivocally. He, he's the reason that I was able to play uh, Persona 5. And God bless you, Mr. President. Thank, Thank you. you so much. He, helped he said he would make anime real, and he did. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He fulfilled his campaign profits. That's true. I saw him signing that order <laughs> on Twitter. By I'm the sure way, was I pulled up a list of uh, Christmas video games, and I got to dispute most of these. Uh, uh, hey, I, I found the thing I was talking about, and it was Christmas Shopper Simulator. Christmas Shopper Simulator. What? What does that even mean? <laughs> it's, it's what it sounds like. It, it simulates being a shopper on Christmas. It's supposed to be really bad, but well, I actually... Why would I want to do that? I, I, don't, I don't know, but I want to do it. It's, it's like the Star Wars thing. Like, I don't know why, but I want to do it. I want to experience that. I want to play that game. You know and who I you are, I Jay? downloaded it. Oh, my but... God. Christmas Shopper Simulator has... It got a boxed release. <laughs> oh no no no! Okay, they just they rendered a box. Uh, uh, they rendered the box. It's actually it's what, what, fr- it's freeware, so you can download it for I, free. What? What am I, Lucio? Oh, you're a gray fox. You want to be heard more? Oh. Players <laughs> just just want to feel more. You want you want to feel something? Anything? Pain is fine. Yes. <laughs> That's what I remember. <laughs> and I was a, I used to be able to do a pretty good yeah, snake I, voice. I'm not sure that you're uh, hitting that one out of the park. Yeah, yeah. I'm, the gray fox is like never my guy. You know, we could probably get David Hayer this way these days to to snake. It's more of a solid snake. I don't think it's up too much. Yeah, you don't think he's <laughs> you don't think he's busy? Nah. I bet he's playing like no name uh like like NPCs in in game. I'm, I'm pulling up his IMDb. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, is this, is this is this hater now? Because I missed it. I was talking over it. Yeah, he's in. Uh, he's in uh, Bloodstained uh, coming up. He should. He should. Um. He should write another X Men movie. His last one was really good. He works with Bioware a lot. Jesus Christ! This. this... Uh, I I'll say this. Um. I was. I I never particularly cared who voiced Snake, whether it was Hater or Keeper Sutherland. But the replacement is really worth it when Kiefer just screams completely idiotic, like anime and video game lines for no reason. Um, <laughs> but you get, but you get like the hand of Jehudi, or remember, or whatever, or like the rocket arm. You just hear Kiefer suddenly screaming, "Rocket arm!" and "Hydra!" and it's like just the greatest. 
<laughs> I mean, that's that's like uh, that, that's like uh, I, I, Kojima's kind of rise to fame in general. Like seeing him work with Norman Reedus and basically like. <laughs> All the We're gonna put a baby in you. All the, fu- all, the all the fucking footage they show. He's naked. Like they just man. They, it, it it seems it seems that that's got to be a strange job for him to have. Like Jay, skeptical about the stranding, but I gotta say. I'm really looking forward to it. I don't, I don't give a I don't fuck. Go. I'm not skeptical. I think it's gonna be. I, I don't know. Let me finish, uh, Jay. I don't know if it's gonna be good. Oh, who cares? It's only gonna be a, a fucking disaster, but I want to see like the combination of like Kojima's right. fucking insanity and self indulgence. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna be completely unchecked. Like the people, I, I'm, I'm Kojima unleashed. People are going in expecting like a masterpiece. It's them that I'm worried about. Uh, the game itself, I am super fucking curious. Uh, so <laughs> I, uh, it's, it's kind of like circling back to uh, to politics a little bit. It's kind of like Donald Trump, where you're like, you watch this guy and you're like, man, I kind of want to see what happens when he becomes president and can do whatever he wants. <laughs> I mean, the stakes are a bit different, but yeah. And it's basically, it's the same I, thing with, with Kojima, where I'm like, wow, man, what's going to happen now that nobody's there I, to I, tell I, him no? I actually, I actually <laughs> have to go back to like the, the, the start of the, the uh, podcast where you asked uh, who were surprised as not shown up as like a sex paria, and I actually really want to say Hideo Kojima. <laughs> really? I never. I can't imagine him having a sex, much less so much of it that he's harassing people. Um, what's her name? I don't know. Um, uh, Justin. Um, yeah, Justin. Justin. She said she recently released a quote that she can't say if she's in Death Stranding. And I really hope she is because I want to see what the fuck he puts her up to next. Wait, who? She played uh, Quiet in um, The Phantom Pain. And oh. she's basically just like, uh, 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 she's on show. She's like a Vegas showgirl. That's Quiet's entire role in the game. Oh, uh, she's what, hot. What's her, she's hot. What's her name? Juicin? Uh, Justin. Um, it's like Stephanie Juicin, I think. Is her full name? Oh, okay. So you're just up. you're just being cash with it and and <laughs> using. No, I'm calling her. It's by like her Madonna, name. dude. It's like Madonna. Yeah, it's, it's like just the, one uh, one uh, thing. <laughs> Stephanie Justin. That's her full. Yeah, her link is over Instagram. Well, look, um, looking at Stephanie Justin got me some weird lady who's not famous. So yeah, it's like it's like well, well Justin was um. Smart. I just needed the to second, oh, the second oh, to pain came out. She started like live streaming her playing it. So everyone was like, oh my god, what's Alker playing the video game she's in? It's amazing. So, Ooh, look at um, this cheese board. Is it bad that I skipped all the pictures of her and went straight to this cheese Damn, that's a platter. I don't know, it's a, it's a really good cheese board, though. That's a good cheese board. She did a good job. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, she she was quiet. And quiet was basically um, only there to show off her, her bits and her bobs and her knickers and knackers. And this game was so fully mocap, so you know that she had to have been like. Yeah, so she actually had to like said, Some of the stuff she does is gratuitous. She she's presenting a whole lot during the game. Um, I have to give credit um, where credit is due. Her Instagram looks like just a normal, well-adjusted person, pretty much. Like, 
I, well, yeah, because because we're not saying that like I expected this to just be like a borderline porn star. Like, no, no, we're not saying the actors are bad. We're just saying that Kojima gets the actors to do insane things. No, I know. I and, guess I guess what I mean that what I mean though is that like at the Sony Awards, uh, the guy who plays Daryl seemed like he was pretty jacked up about Hideo Kojima. Yeah, he was. He was. Yeah, speaking really highly. He was uh, super psyched about the entire. Yeah. Thing. They yeah, had a bromance, yeah, had a bromance also, going on, dude. Guillermo del Toro is also fucking in love with Kojima too. Yeah, really. Super. Although, but I, I can see, I can see Guillermo del Toro more than Norman Reedus, though. Yeah. You know, like I, you know, del Toro was like that weird fucking nerd in school. I I actually met uh, Kojima once, and um, one of his one of his actors. It wasn't like a big time actor. It was um, she played Raging Raven. Um, so she was like, she was the face model for Raging Raven, and she was the Japanese voice for Raging Raven. So I met her, and I met and I met Kojima um, at the same What's time. Hotter? What's that? What's hotter? Well, <laughs> I don't know. Hideo can be attractive uh, with some pictures. Uh, she was um, uh, Raging Raven. She was a, she was a really nice woman. You know, <laughs> she wasn't anything like the video game. She wasn't shooting missiles at me, all that kind of stuff. She's very friendly. I mean, that's a good interaction uh, in general when, when no one shoots you a missile at you. Did you show her your rage? But, but did you show her your rage? Had, she did not show me her rage. Kojima had, like, all these rules for interacting with him. Um, and some of them are, like, understandable. And some of the other ones are, like, just weird, like, Japanese business person shit. Um, so it was like you could only look at him for so long. Uh, you couldn't touch him. Uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. If Kojima didn't feel like talking to you, then you just had to be on your way, all that kind of stuff. Um, so, and, and, you know, it was like for, for a short interaction with the guy, it was cool enough. It was just the, the rules around interacting with him were super fucking weird. And I got to imagine, like like I said, I got to imagine he's just had a ton of fanboys over the years. Like, oh, Kojima-san, let me hug you, all that kind of shit. But, um, and I, I've heard stories from, like, when I, because it was around the time I was, I was kind of traveling in those circles. And I heard stories, uh, like, oh, yeah, I was with, on the elevator with Hideo Kojima. It was really awkward, kind of weird experience. <laughs> you know what? You know what's uh, going to happen now? It's going along with our theme here, where it's the people who you don't expect. Kojima's going to come out, like, totally clean. And it's gonna be fucking Miyamoto, who's just <laughs> all of a sudden everybody comes forward and be like, he keeps asking if I want to see his Super Mario. <laughs> he wants to see. He wants to ask if I want to see his Mario pop out the pipe. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and I don't know why they sounded like that when I did their voice, but that's just that's what I imagine. <laughs> that's, that's how it works. That's the person I imagine Miyamoto would go for. Hey, it's me. <laughs> hey, hey, it's me, Miyamoto. I love Super yeah, Mario, and I, I can't believe Miyamoto. I, think I, get why I eat a mushroom. <laughs> it is from, it from, is. from every interview I've heard with uh, Shiggy, that sounds entirely accurate as his voice. Well, and that's that's so that's his type. That's who he likes. He he likes uh, that person. <laughs> Makes perfect sense. To that's me. who he would sexually harass is someone who sounds like that. Hey, Miyamoto, put the hat on like you ass. Uh, <laughs> yeah, see, that's the ticket. Um, I yeah, I don't see I I I don't see any good Christmas games. Fallout Four has been attributed to being a Christmas game. What? Why? 
I don't know. Is it Christmas I, in I, I, uh, in the city in in no, the game? No, it's 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 Halloween. Is it? Yeah. Um, I don't even remember. What all the divisions <laughs> in there? But no, it's like it's between Halloween and Thanksgiving or something like that because you haven't had a chance to. But the world ends. It, there's Halloween decorations everywhere. Nights into Dreams had a Christmas version. That's true, and it was really good. It probably was. So there you go. Uh, Nights into Dreams was really good in general. Here's a here's a, a one Dead, for you guys. Dead Rising was uh, in fact a Christmas game. Does anybody? And I have a feeling the answer is no. I don't even know why I need to ask this. Does anybody remember the game Mr. Bones for the Sega Saturn? Nope, kind of. It was a side scroller where you were a, a skeleton who plays the guitar. Yeah, I remember. Okay, that. that's interesting. Uh, and that's, that's the shit. So, um, <clears throat> I I turned Skyrim into a Christmas game with a bunch of mods. Yeah, I suppose you, you could do that. Uh, the trolls ran around with Santa hats, and uh, I ran around in a skimpy Santa dress. I'm pretty uh, sure that's so probably the biggest Uh, so yeah, Next and it is... turned uh, White Run into a whole like elves, Christmas elves there's, village, there's like Santa's literally... village. There's literally not a screenshot of Mr. Bones except for this. That's it. That's the only evidence we have it even existed. Did you go on a wild ride in that game? <laughs> no, you didn't. But that would be great, too. <laughs> There's lots of pictures of Mr. Bones' wild ride. <laughs> but no pictures of uh, the, the video game Mr. Bones, unfortunately. Yeah. There's got to be a I think that's a really good games. overhaul for Christmas. But... Uh, yeah. And if you if you are uh, if you are one of the unfortunate people who doesn't know what Mr. Bones Wild Ride is, that's that's mandatory googling because uh, it's it's pretty great. And uh, there's also people who have gone out and tried to recreate it in like Planet Coaster. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know if I don't know if you'll ever be able to like get it exactly the same, but uh, but I think there's some pretty good ones. Oh, I, I I know. Persona Five ends on Christmas. Oh, okay. Like, exactly. That's, that's the last day of the game. That's pretty good. I think yeah. uh, I think I might give it to Dead Rising. Um, God, especially the last one. Even though it's a shit game, you fight like Santa and stuff. Like it's <laughs> it's definitely geared to being a Christmas title. Um, yeah. It's, it's just that the game sucks sack. So yeah. and I for under Christmas video games I get a lot of Princess Peach in a Santa outfit. Yeah, why not? A couple a couple of Mario's, a couple of Mario's with candy canes. Just just how Miyamoto likes it. I'm gonna go back to these people who got killed by their own inventions. Um okay. Well I I, I, I played Speaking of Mar- games. Uh speaking <laughs> of Mario, dude, I, I haven't been on the podcast sense but and jared you haven't written anything on it yet i was waiting for your uh your write-up but the mario it. odyssey dude i actually terrible i just amazing i just finished it ever played uh well i've not finished it like so so you finish it and then when you, right after the credits roll there's still a fuck ton of game to play. ton but i mean yes and no i mean it's just everything on hard mode basically it's very well done in the way that they did it but i wouldn't say that it's like more like it's just it's hard mode which is great 
it gives you extra hours and things to do, but it's not anything different. You're just playing against like the bosses that you played before on hard mode. Yeah, but also if you haven't if you haven't yet, if you go back to the original worlds, um, you'll notice that there's a lot of pipes in the ground that weren't there before, and going down those will take you into like challenge levels. Um, th- and they're real tough, or at least I think they. Yeah. Are. yeah. Um, but so, I mean, some, some new things do open up, like there's new, there's full on like new levels for you to do, um, but but there's nothing themed. Like the, the only extra planets that you can go to are the, the two dark side of the moon ones. Um, so there's, there's not like a, there's not like a hidden mermaid world that you didn't know about. Um, right. But, uh, I guess my two comments would be, damn, what a great game. And, uh, also, uh, that ending um, Princess Peach is fucking cold, man. That's <laughs> well, I, I still want to play. Uh, since we're on the subject, I wanted to mention really quick. I mentioned this in chat, but in the past nine months, more uh, there have been more Nintendo Switches sold, or I think as many Nintendo Switches yeah. sold as ever been we use in their entire lifetime. Yep. I mean, it sold as many as the PS4. I think they said the Wii, uh, the original Wii, knocked it out of the park, and it did it because it launched with a Zelda game. I really hope their takeaway here is launch your fucking console with the Zelda game because that. There's a couple, quite a few takeaways there. I mean, first they they released everything people wanted like in the first year. Uh, people wanted a Mario game. People wanted a Zelda game. You know, um, they had like a new IP that was really popular that they followed up with it too. Actually, so they they had everything people wanted. The marketing campaign was entirely different. For the Switch, uh, if, I don't know if you remember like the Wii U campaigns, but the Wii U campaigns are like really obnoxious and just really targeted to like the wrong audience. It's like, oh, the Wii U's a party console, or oh, it's a it's a console that your six year old would love. But um, it, the, the advertising was basically for no one else. When the Switch advertising is like, oh yeah, hey, everyone's playing this thing, and you can play it too. <laughs> Why not you? So. I don't know. I, there's quite a few things that they just did differently with the Switch that made it a lot more must-have than the Wii U was. Yeah, they're uh, they're definitely. I mean, I, I think that I think that games are the big thing more than anything else. But but you're right. I think overall their approach is better. I think I think the idea is uh, smarter and and fresher. Um, I think that their marketing is a, a little bit more adult. Um, it's kind of ridiculous. Like we all well, laugh. Actually- marketing so we, we, we all laughed about them having a party on the roof and busting out the switch uh but i, I mean what helped a lot um was the summer of fun thing they did too because mm-hmm. i know a lot of like my co-workers want to buy one after they played it there right right um uh, i mean I, I, with... i'm just always going to remember that they stuck john cena in a box and had to play the switch with people what were you gonna say yeah what were you gonna i was say gonna say I was going to say, I mean, I think we can all agree that Nintendo games are, are like game of the year this year. Just just Nintendo in general. It's just so it's been so good. I, I like mean, yeah, the games you, that they've been coming out with. If you want to build a case against Breath of the Wild, by the time you're done, you're still going to have to build a case against Mario Odyssey. And like, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's yep. a tall fucking order. Um, I I'm struggling to think of anything that I've enjoyed playing as much as those two games. Um, Me too, dude. Uh, I mean, I I played a lot, and there's been a lot of good stuff, but nothing as good as those games. I liked. I, I I've said this before. I liked Nier. Um, 
I know that I'm going to be able to come Our up with that awesome. I know that I'm going to be able to come up with five titles for sure, but I uh, I, I really think yeah, like, this should be easier. If we were if we were basing it off like time spent and like how much I enjoyed them, it, it's definitely Nintendo uh, on the top for sure. Um, I think that Nier is more interesting, maybe in some ways, like as far as like narrative structure and pushing like the boundaries of games and things like that. But as far as just like a game that I put right. sixty hours into easily, uh, that that's Zelda, and like nobody else even I, came close. I haven't played Mario Odyssey yet, but I'm not sure that Breath of the Wild like absolutely tops Nier for me. Um, or a couple of the games on my game of the year list, which I would say is a good thing. Um, that Zelda doesn't like e- easily topple others, even though it belongs up there. Probably it probably won't be on mine. On my game of the year list. Um, sure. And I'm wondering if I can get an Odyssey just before we do our game of the year this year. I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like there is good Japanese representation all around. Um, yeah, I, I, it, it's definitely we, we've, we've said this before, but like this was totally Japan's year. Like they. Yeah. It's funny, actually, yeah. when I was when I was looking through that document that I shared with you guys about podcast discussion topics. Oh, I had a fall of Japan. Yeah, my one of my specific topics I had was why does Japan make bad games and like when did it start? <laughs> and uh, and like you know when, when did you first notice that like you didn't like Japanese games anymore? And first, uh, they were gone. They were just sleeping. I mean, God, I wrote this document like maybe two years ago, tops. Like, uh, so it's just it's funny to me that uh, I, I'll I mean, say this. That's, I, real, that's real though. For a while, Japanese games were bad. I, I'll, I'll say this. There's actually a couple of indie games that I played that are making me change my mind a little bit. I do know this that at some point, probably in September or something this year, I realized that four out of my five game of the year games were Japanese, and I went out of my way to buy Resident Evil 7 um, just so I could have something that could topple that other Western game off the list, so <laughs> this would be purely Japanese. And Resident Evil 7 did not disappoint me, and um, I'm actually playing through the Chris DLC now, and um, it's pretty good so far. I mean, it's, it's kind of more... The, it's uh, slightly different. Uh, it's more of the same, but slightly different, and I think that's kind of like the sweet spot. And it's still got like a kind of ridiculous Resident Evil storyline. Like Chris is working for Umbrella now, and Umbrella turned into a PMC so they can fix their past mistakes by sending soldiers all over there. It's completely stupid. Um, but I'm enjoying it quite a lot. And I think Resident Evil 7 might hold on to its spot. There might be an indie game that topples it. I'm not sure yet. We'll see. But everything else, it's um, Splatoon 2, Persona 5, uh, Nair. You know, it's just like, yeah, a very good showing this year. Good job, Japan. By the way, uh, <laughs> Runers, uh, thirteen bucks on Steam right now. If anybody, it's a good game. If anybody's good game. still sitting on that one, um, I, I did get Ruiner actually. I don't want to play it on the PC, so I probably um, won't why not? You, you might I, be, you might actually be better off on a PC because it's racist. It. Really? Is I, got it? It, I got it for PS. I got it for PS4, and You're, I mean, aren't there. you going to play with a controller anyways? Yeah, I'll play with a controller, but I'd, I'd rather play it on my I, TV. I, I've oh, heard people, I I've heard people had like an easier time on some of the more difficult parts with um, a mouse and keyboard. For really? That's interesting. Really? That, that's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. Man, like, I, I could not. I could not figure out how to play that game with a mouse and keyboard. Like I literally was so 
frustrated because I tried. I wanted to try both ways. I could not figure out how to play it with Masaki. The like it's literal. It's a twin stick shooter, and it's so weird to play on mouse and keyboard like that. It just feels so bizarre. That, my problem. My problem is that it, it, since it is a twin stick shooter, and since like your aiming is so razor small for a lot of the guns that you get. Yeah, um, and your targeting has to be like so precise that that gets in the way a lot. And I stick to melee as much as possible. I can see something gotcha. like uh, like Hotline Miami. Like that game works really well with the mouse and keyboard, even though it kind of plays like yeah, a twin stick. yeah. And it's kind of like, yeah, it like that. So it's kind of like it's it, it definitely there are times where I'm playing Runer and I'll be like, yeah, this section I can see how this section would be a little easier with mouse and keyboard. If you really want it on console on like PS4, it looks good enough. I'm just not sure. The look of it is that much of an upgrade over like a PC for what you get in terms of your control options. Um, By the way, uh, quickest. Runer's cute. I'll say that. Runer's cute. I don't know how you gave it a five out of five, but it's cute. I like it. It's cute. <laughs> it is a great game. It is it's, very it's well done. I, what, what does I, that mean? What I saw looked like fun. it's. It's like I mean, it's just it's su- it's super fun. The story is decent, and the and and it you know it's not a long game. But it wasn't expensive either, so you get a lot of good value for your money. I thought it, it, it's like I I it, it I feel like it's more like kind of like a kernel of an idea that I really wish they did a lot more with. Um, it, it, there's a central hub that you're in, and the central hub is really cool, but there's mm-hmm. only so much stuff that happens in that hub. Um, yeah, you know, there's there's only so many conversations here, so many people to talk to, and some of the character design is great. Um, some of the bosses I really enjoyed. I read reviews where people were like frustrated by the same exact bosses I enjoyed, and the main thing, the ruiners kind of there was bosses mean. that frustrated me, but I don't think that was a bad part about it. I loved that they were all different to where I, I had I, to try new things every time. Like I couldn't use the right. same strategy on each boss. I like I said, I, there wasn't anything that particularly frustrated me. Um, I'm just I'm just saying that I like I like a lot of the bosses. Some of the bosses that I really enjoyed, I've read other reviewers that really hate it um, uh-huh. because they were frustrated. Right, uh, Ruiners, Ruiners. So we did we not talk about Ruiner on the? I like podcast? that. I like that Trevor's not going to let you get away with this one. Like he's like, uh, uh-uh, uh, it's a good game. It's It's like it's. I mean, we talk about it all the time. It's like you, you like the value, the value of the game. But like you're then, ta- like, yeah, I agree. There's a, a big hub that they could have expanded on, but it's not a sixty dollar game. I, it was, I haven't, it was 20 I haven't bucks. made my argument against Ruiner yet. Well, I, you said I, it was I, cute. I just, it is cute. I don't, I don't think like it's, I don't think it's something that would. Impress you me mean, when when stars. you say when you say cute, do you just mean because uh, because there's uh it's like an attempt at like the cyberpunk aspect of it right when i when i when i say when i say cute i mean that there's an idea there that i wish that they were able to expand upon it much much more and i don't think twin stick shooter is necessarily um the best kind of format for the type of video game that they want to hear especially because as you get later into the game with the later levels um you're experiencing longer and longer levels with a lot more reused assets than what they readily have available and everything really just kind of starts to look the same and it means begin to feel the same after a certain point. Uh, and it just kind of like stretches on and starts to, and, and where the first, first few levels are like, they're just like really exciting and you're really ex- happy to get that a grade or that S rank or whatever. It just becomes part of the process as you keep going. And in fact, one of the bosses that I think is the greatest in the game, they reuse her like three times. 
And by the time you get to the third one, it's like, oh, this guy's, it's this again. I've already done this. Uh, Ruiner's mother. Main, yeah, yeah, mother. Yeah. Uh, well, if you uh, don't, Ruiner's, if you don't like bosses being reused, Super Mario Odyssey is literally going to kill you. It's not that. It's like I'm just saying. It's clear that the that Ruiner didn't have enough legs for what they're doing. It's like with Metal Gear, with Metal Gear Peace Walker. You and I have very differing opinions on that game because I really liked it up until um, like the second final boss and. You didn't like that. Um, well, I didn't. I didn't like and, the part. I didn't like the part where you had to like basically grind to get to the ending. Right, like, right. That's some nonsense. So, so, so you know, it's not. It's not the. It's not the idea that um, of repeating bosses. It's the idea that they have this, this. They have this thing, and that it's they didn't have whatever it was, time or resources or whatever. So they have to stretch it out. You know, they're using starch in order to stretch out what's otherwise a really good idea. Now, Ruiner's main theme, you know, unlike something like with, um, I, I can't imagine what Mario's Odyssey is, but the main theme of, of Ruiner, the main gameplay loop, the game, gameplay mechanic, is that you always have to change your status tree, um, your skill tree. And I know uh, Trevor really liked that part. And I, I like it too, to a degree, the idea that you always have to kind of retailer your character in order for what the boss demands. Um, that's really interesting and great, but that's why that freshness kind of runs out as you start encountering the same enemies, because there's only so many strategies to piece together using your skill tree. Um, and there's only so many demands that like the bosses and the enemies make of you in terms of that skill tree. So it's like, after a while, you start to learn that there are certain skill tree combinations that are super effective. And that's just how you like tear through that grind. And there are other, you know, skill tree statuses that you shouldn't bother with at all. Everything else I agree with in terms of, like, the aesthetic and the characters and the world. I agree. It's really great. I just don't feel like they had the room to properly expand what they were trying to do with the game. So let me ask a question. If <laughs> I mean, they, if they shortened it, if the game... Shortened it? It's already, like, six or eight hours. It's not long. Well, right, that's, right. That's what, but so, so it's like, I mean, what do you, what do you even, what game does it better? Like, you know, what game does what they, in that amount of well, time, but see, that's would be an example. But that's a great, yeah, well, okay, I'll give you Portal right away, because Portal is like two hours long. It's a perfect length for that game. If there was more Portal, I would get sick of Portal. So is that, is that what you're saying, though, is that if Ruiner, if Ruiner was a tight four instead of a longer six, you'd be happier? Yeah, probably. Okay, I mean, I've. I I I I'm all about making everything shorter. I wish the games were half hour. Like it, it's 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 kind of like one or the other. It's like I either wish this game had like the mechanics of the world and the story. As I understand it, it's a very small team anyway. Yeah, I mean um, it's so a small so little expect from them. Polish team. Yeah, were so, they were they Polish? So yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. So I either I wish there was more to expand upon with what they had, but. Um, uh, they stretched it a little too thin, or I wish it was just shorter and tight, and that was kind of it. Um, everything else, I agree with, and that's why I say it's cute because it's like you know, I like I like the like experience. Um, if you don't love twin stick shooter, I don't think Runner is going to change your mind. If you really like cyberpunk, then there's a lot of like cyberpunk to enjoy here, but it's not going to be something that's like going to blow you away in terms of like the landscape that cyberpunk currently is. Uh, that's all I'm saying. Um, you know, 
I, I don't. I wouldn't have given it a five. Five out, out of five. five out of five would play twenty more times. Well, so let me ask. A, let me ask one more question. Not to belabor this, because I mean, at some point you're just splitting hairs on opinion. But uh, let me ask. Let me ask you, Trevor, two questions. One, do you play a lot of twin stick shooters? And two, do you have an affinity for cyberpunk, or is this kind of a rare treat for you anyway? I don't care about cyberpunk. I mean, I've seen it before. I don't like. I'm not like. You're not you know, like you're not you're, you're not like a fan. You're not like no. seeking mm-hmm. it out. No. Uh, and then uh, what was the other one? Do you play a lot of twin stick? Twin sticks. I I mean I've played them before, but I can't remember the last time I played one. I mean, do you get? Can you guys remind me of some recent ones? I, I like I, mean, I can't remember any. I, I think you, I think that answer actually answered all my. Questions. That's that's hard to that's hard to say though because. Yeah. Uh, they're all bad, uh, so I don't know. Uh-huh. At least, yeah, I, at least I, I they're think, usually I bad. I, I hate twin stick shooters. Uh, gotcha. yeah, I mean, the Did one that play... I remember was on the it was on the uh, the PS Vita and the PS3. It was uh, actually pretty good. I forget what it was called. It was like Hell something, like Hell Hell. Is it Hell Divers? Uh, yes, that was it. Hell Divers. That oh, one was pretty yeah, fun. Yeah, I like yeah. that one. I actually, funny enough, I was going to ask if you if you had played Helldivers because I think that game might be up your alley. Yeah, um, I really like that game. Me and my buddy played that one pretty 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 deep. It was a fun game. Yeah, I, I could see how like if if you're not big into cyberpunk, how this might be something very different. And I, I will say this: I, I will concede that that Ruiner has a very like harsh in your face world. Um, that for some reason oddly oddly doesn't like jump into that line that puts that pushes it at like edgy at, like too edgy. It's like I I can't deal with this anymore. I think because it is like just so hard, kind of hardcore and in your face. Um, if you grew up with shit like I don't know um, Akira and um, you know the original Blade Runner and all that kind of stuff, then a lot of that harshness that you see, I I think it's kind of um, I meant it a little bit, but I will say that I do feel like Ruiner tries for a world that's a little different than what you typically see. So it's not, and again, that, that comes back to me saying that I just wish, it, I don't know, I, I wish it was, it was like a fucking RPG or something else that's right, like right. more fitting for this kind of world. <laughs> sure, sure. But, yeah, uh, anyway. I mean, I get, I get the, I, I follow the criticism for sure. And I think I, I think I kind of can see Trevor's perspective too. Uh, especially if it's something where you're not like inundated with this particular type of game when you do finally play one and like it's and they do it well like there's there's something to be said about that um and uh you know michael had a similar reaction to it too he, he seemed to be pretty fond of it as well so i think that uh i think cyberpunk is gay and twin stick shooters are bad so uh, <laughs> so i i uh I don't know if I'll spend the thirteen dollars on this one, but we'll yeah. we'll see. I've, see if you don't like yeah, if you already don't like twin stick, it, it, this is definitely twin really, stick. There's really, no way around it. I really don't. <laughs> I just don't. I don't know what there's it like, is. There's, there's no way around there's no way around this being twin it's, stick. I can understand your dislike for twin stick. It's, I don't just not, like twin stick. it's just not for me. Like there are lots of things out there that are for me. And I don't know if this is, but it, but I really want it to be, and that's the hard part. Is like I, I, I love the I, I love a lot of like the design. And like, uh, a I mean, guy, the designs are great. A guy who's got a helmet that just says "kill you" a billion times on it. Like, I want to know. <laughs> I want to know what's going on with that guy. Uh, See, and that's the. Thing. He wants to kill you. I, would, I would assume. There's, there's not like a super strong answer to that, and that's why I wish there was more to ruin her. 
<laughs> Whatever. Well, I mean, um, maybe maybe Ruiner Two will be a tactics there... RPG, and you can. Uh... Well, I, I don't think that would make me happy. Either, not, not without using people. Really? Because I'd buy this. Tactics I'd buy RPG. this right now if it was a tactics RPG. Let's get it. Oh man, I can't wait for that one it's game like, to come out. That it's like we so many tactics saw. RPGs. They fuck up. They fuck up. Uh, which which that, one? That 1970s tactics RPG. That oh, that was so oh, good. Oh yeah, that one's dope. The cold. I, I forget the, the name. The Cold War. I think it's Phantom, the Cold War one. Phantom Doctrine. Yeah, Phantom Doctrine. It's called what? It, yep. Phantom Doctrine. That game's gonna. It be, looks. That game's gonna be fun. good if they can oh, get yeah. it out. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, oh man, yeah, I forgot about this one. I gotta add this to like my Steam wish list or something. Yeah, this one's a lot of fun. Is it on Steam right now, or at least you know? I mean, like, like, the, like it has a, it has like a stub page. So it has you, a page. You can, you can put it nice. on your wish list, so like you'll know when it comes. Yeah. Out. Oh yeah. They started doing that. Where it's like. Uh, it's from the same people who did Hard West. Uh. So. Oh really? I did like Hard uh-huh. West actually. Yeah, Hard, I, West, was, Hard I, West was quite good. I never played it, and I want to. Um, if it goes on sale, I might pick it up. But it's always it never does. It's always twenty bucks. Like no matter what I. I do. grabbed it on sale. Did you? <laughs> yeah, and I, I. Cool. I, I guess if quite, you if you see it again, like, tell me. I will do that because this um, is actually something that I probably would play and like actually finish. Yeah. Hard was hard was this good? Uh, let's see. Really quick, you, you know the um, first time I pl- found a horror game on Steam called um, Bendy and the Ink Machine. Um, the first chapter is oh, free. My, my kids love that game. Baby, <laughs> dude, I, I'm not surprised. Do they love Witch, too? Is, is, it, something, is it something that they... No, no. Bendy's, Bendy's a horror game. It's, 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 like, yeah, it's um, in the vein of Final Fantasy and all that. It's, it's, it's actually more in the vein of the way it plays and all that. It's, it's more in the vein of um, Amnesia and that kind of shit. Um, okay. no the, aesthetic, the aesthetic is like... Is like um, it's got an interesting aesthetic. It's got this kind of burned film reel kind of look to it. And you're basically being chased by and fighting um, ink monsters and then solving puzzles and all that kind of stuff. It's actually pretty well made. And it's only made between two guys. And that's what's so impressive. It's it's actually a lot more impressive than Five Nights, hmm. um, considering the size of the team. So, it, it, and they're releasing it in, like, chapters. So I was a little sketchy on buying it. Um it's got like the same kind of thing that Cuphead has going for it in terms of the look. It's not nearly as beautiful, of course, but it's got that like 1930s cartoon callback. Only they're horrible monsters trying to kill you. Um, If Cuphead is based on the old Warner Brothers cartoons, it's more Disney. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, Bendy is like, Bendy looks like kind of the super old school uh Mickey Mouse and um, there's another character, Alice Angel, who looks like Betty, Betty Boop, all that kind of stuff. And then they have these real world counterparts. Um, that, uh, not sure what's going on with them yet. Anyway, I was sketchy on buying it because the first chapter is free. Nothing really happens in the first chapter. Um, the second two chapters. No, nothing happens in any of those chapters. Uh, that's not true. <laughs> I, I just got to. I know, I maybe your maybe your kids are bad at it and just haven't uncovered it. There's some <laughs> there's some games like Knights. I thought that game only had one level. It has a lot of levels. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just look at him like running around in the screen, and it all looks the same to me. Yeah, there's, not, there, there's there's a lot there's a lot of running around and venting, but there are there are like stalker sections where you're being chased by monsters and you're fighting and all that shit. It's like and there are. Puzzles. So I, I think the running around is because I'm pretty sure um, 
puzzle pieces randomly spawn. And if that's not like your boat, then Bendy's definitely not your bag. But um, stage layout's always the kind of same. And you have boss fights. You have shit that's going to be popping out of posters to try and kill you. And it's got some interesting characters. You end up like teaming up with like a cartoon wolf who's afraid of everything and doing favors for uh, the real-life personification of um, Alice Angel, who's, like, halfway between a flapper girl and a horrific ink monster. Um, it's quite good. Only reason I'm skeptical is because he is... The two guys are, like, releasing it in chapters, and they're only kind of done with half of it, and I really don't want to face another uh, Kentucky Zero situation which still isn't like... done by the way <laughs> exactly it's not gonna get done jerry it's just, it's just... i don't know i don't know i I've just been... let it go man um let it go and if it actually happens you can be pleasantly surprised i mean i did let it go i didn't i didn't finish the last <laughs> chapter i got halfway through it and stopped yeah um, man just, just so I, I i i gave up on the dream uh it was cool I, it's a cool game it was a cool game. Someone and should then, really do something about that. I, I, I'm pretty sure you're the one that convinced me to grab it. So that's why I was worried. But I, I've enjoyed what I've played so far. And then um, Five Nights does actually have a new game out that's free. It's a, it's a pizzeria simulator. If you ever wanted to own your own pizzeria. And that's it. I, I saw that, yeah. I saw done that. and done. <laughs> yeah, Trevor's there. He's like, at last. I'm on that. At last, my, yeah. my fucking yeah. dreams. Yeah, you know what I'm so pissed it. off about, dude, is that um, Battle Chaser still isn't out for the Switch. That was such a tease, man. That game is really fun, but I refuse to buy it on PC. Yeah, I did it with uh, Hollow Knight. I, I, we, yeah. We may just not see those anytime soon. Because uh, I think yeah. I think we were saying they're both Unity games. Right. I still don't, still don't think you're missing anything with Hollow Knight. And I don't know. I didn't get the hype. <laughs> I mean, I I don't know. I'd, I'd if probably... You, if, you, if you have Nair, play Nair again instead of Hollow Knight. I mean, that's not really the same thing, but uh, but I appreciate the sentiment. Well uh, by, might as well be. By the way, actually, uh, as an aside, before we uh, before we wrap up here, uh, Okami uh, got an HD release this week. Uh, so if What's you guys, already an HD release? It it was, but uh, this PS3. this one's another HD release. So if for some reason you still haven't played it, this one uh, wound up landing on PC. Uh, as well, and I hear the PC right. and the PC port's like actually good. Uh, wow. So if you've never Wait, what is this now? I, I, I missed the conversation. Uh, Okami, game. if you've never played oh, Okami, oh yeah, yeah, I just I just saw that this morning. Yeah, you know, Okami is a fantastic game. In fact, I was just, one of my all-time favorites. I was just looking at uh, this review, and it it made me laugh. Um, this guy said uh, he he basically uh, points out that Okami is similar to Zelda, except for some key differences. Uh, and he says, "Here, I, watch. I will. I will review the three Zelda games. Uh, and so, Breath of the Wild. He says, Pro. There are dogs. Minus. You cannot pet the dogs. Uh, <laughs> Twilight Princess. Pro. You can be a dog. Minus. But only some of the time. Then Okami. He's got Pro. You are a dog. Pro. All the time. Pro. You can even feed other dogs. Pro. Pro. Sometimes people call you a good dog." That is also oh, a good dog. So uh, if you're if well, you're itching to be a dog, this is your chance. So I, I will say that all three horror games that I mentioned are all free with with um, situationally free. 
that's that's pretty good. Uh, if yeah, you don't know how you can only you can throw twenty bucks at Okami instead. So. Okami is not free, but it's I mean, very Okami's good. Okami's not free. I'm telling people. I'm telling people about the free games. Well, if you already own Resident Evil games. Seven, oh. then then not a hero starring Chris Redfield was free. So Jared, you should play that. I've got it installed. Um, uh, I just haven't sat down with it yet. Um, I, I I liked it so far. Um, I, I'm not sure that there's anything you could do at this point to make me dislike it, but we'll see. Maybe. I'll have the same monsters. I don't think I'm going to be surprised by the monsters. But it's, uh, uh, Bendy, the first chapter is free. Nothing happens in the first chapter, but it's certainly free. And uh, Freddy Fazbear's Pizza Simulator, which is a completely normal pizza simulator game. Also yeah. free. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Completely normal and fine. Everything's good. Well, there you go. So you better not be sitting around this weekend uh, claiming that you have nothing to do because we yeah, give you there's, there's all... we give you a bunch <laughs> of fucking ideas. So. Yeah, I'll give you a bunch of fucking ideas. Oh, 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 free games. Um, uh, a little star next to it. Disclaimer. Anyway, I think we're uh, I think we're probably coming up on time here. I want to give a shout out to any of our uh, Alabama listeners and uh, just thank you for, uh, Alabama, for Alabama. saying no to a pedophile. So great job, guys! Good, uh, good job Alabama. for basic human So yeah, that's that's pretty sweet. You should um, probably celebrate your Tuesday night by going to a shopping mall for that. Yeah, yeah, that that's the that's. Whatever it is, you guys who you know. I'm going to just close out of this and start my pizzeria uh, and open that up. So it should be pretty dope. Uh, hey, if you haven't already, you should go subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, maybe on uh, Android. Uh, go follow us on social media. We're The Enemy Slime on pretty much any service that you could think of or desire. Uh, and thanks for listening today. And I think with that, it's a good time for us to be out. Hurt me more, Snake. It didn't get any better. <laughs> and, 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 and get me my mushroom pizza. <laughs> hey, that's fine.